So this is a story that um, caught my attention. It has not gotten nearly the attention it deserves, but it's important, and it's important that you should know about it because the critics call it carding for cars. And this is a, a brand new piece of legislation just passed this morning that will give police across this country new sweeping powers. And it's a, a bill that goes along with the pot bill. But you need to know your rights or specifically what rights you've lost. Because on first blush, this bill, Bill C-46, is, is nothing more than looked at as protecting the public at large. But if you look closer, it's really no different than carding something that targeted and profiled certain people. And, you know, up until now, up until yesterday, police needed a legal reason to pull you over. You know, whether it was that you ran a red light or maybe you were speeding, but to test you for impairment, they had to have a suspicion before getting a breath sample. Well, this new power will allow police right across this country now to pull you over anytime for whatever reason and throw in any test for impairment. No questions asked. And by the way, you can't not refuse. So the the government that really, you know, goes out of its way to wave the charter around has just taken rights away from you. Rob DeLuca is the director of the public safety program. He is with Canadian Civil Liberties Association, and he joins me to break this down now. Rob, just from looking at this legislation, what should people uh, know about Bill C-46 that they might not well, I think um, I think the big thing any driver uh, across Canada needs to know is that uh, police officers now have uh, much expanded powers, um, uh, partly to stop vehicles um, and also to do certain kinds of uh, roadside testing, um, including um, for any any individual who's you know stopped by a police officer can now be stopped and asked to give a breath test. And uh, as well, another a second major change is that if the police officer believes that um, the individual um, might be drug impaired, they can also now do saliva testing, which is different than a breath test. And I think I mean, th- those two are the you know the largest changes, and it's also, it's also quite important to to know about because a refusal to um, to take a breath test after an officer demands one. Um, is itself a criminal offense. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, these are new rules of the road, and um, police officers have um, very much expanded powers with the new legislation. Okay, and so for those who kind of don't, you know, read the legal books, how much further does it go in policing powers than, let's say, you know, yesterday's law? It goes um, quite a bit further, I'd say. I, I mean, so yesterday's law, um, in order for the police to give you a breath test, uh, what they needed to do um, was they needed to have reasonable suspicion um, that you were intoxicated. Um, so what that means is um, a police officer was, was able to give any driver on the road uh, what's called a sobriety test, which, um, you know, similar to, you know, one of, the, one of the examples of this is most drivers will be familiar with a, a ride checkpoint mm-hmm. where, you know, um, Cars are stopped. A police officer looks in the vehicle, looks, you know, looks in someone's, um, you know, pupils see, to see if they're dilated, uh, to see if they, you know, smell alcohol in the car. And if at any point they have reasonable suspicion to believe the driver um, is intoxicated, they could then administer a, a breath test. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so what the law says now is that any time an officer um, pulls anyone over for any legal reason, including just to you know do something incredibly routine, such as check license and registration, they can at the very same time um, um, administer a breath test. Polling says 21% will get into legalized pot, which means 79% are not going to be using this. And so mm-hmm. therefore, they also have to get tested. Um, well, for the... Uh, it's, it's interesting. The, what's, um, the, the testing for... Um, um, the testing for drug impairment, including you know something like marijuana uh, impairment, um, is still subject to a reasonable suspicion standard. Um, so one of the things the government has done is use the opportunity, um, you know, that it is passing this marijuana legalization legalization bill, um, and. What they're doing is they're then adding an amendment that actually has nothing um, really to do with marijuana legalization at all. Mm-hmm. And so the the universal requirement that then now, now anybody can be stopped strictly has to do with alcohol impairment. Um, it's only a breath test. So that mandatory uh, requirement is only a breath test um, to check your blood alcohol levels. So it actually has nothing to do with uh, marijuana legalization except, you know, in this broader scheme that... Um, impaired driving as a whole is a, a public safety concern. You know, the, the sort of, you know, tough on crime approach is, it's, it's sort of they're using this more as a way to, to piggyback this, this kind of new, new amendment. Well, the lawyers that I have spoken to overwhelmingly say not only will this not get knocked down, so it, it could be challenged many, many which ways in courts, but mm-hmm. it would not realistically get knocked down or even succeed if it got to the Supreme Court. Um, because it is, again, dealing with the safety of the greater public at large. And so they say this doesn't go too far. Um, well, I, I would, um, I mean, I would disagree with that assessment. I think it's, it's actually been a very, um, I think there's been uh, quite a few lawyers on both sides of this question. Um, the Senate itself um, originally had removed the provision precisely because of the uh, constitutional concerns it had um, with, you know, with this particular provision allowing anybody to uh, be subject to a breath test. And I think there's, you know, there's two major reasons for that. I think the Supreme Court has been very clear um, that a breath test is um, a very important, um, um, it, it very much engages people's privacy interests, that there's something about, you know, having our bodily fluids collected by the state um, that should really have us perk up and that, that this shouldn't be a routine matter. And mm-hmm. so just, just on that general basis. But I think the second thing that's very important to, to keep in mind is that this is lodging an incredible amount of uh, discretion in police officers. Right. Um, to subject people to tests, and that this is going to fall um, disproportionately on certain uh, certain communities. In other and words, it'll, it will soon become a targeted uh, tool that they can, you know, decide what to do with it. Let me ask you this: you know, if someone were to find themselves in a situation where they've been pulled over, uh, you know, whether it's a broken taillight or any kind of traffic um, infraction, what do they do if the officer in question then? is asking you for a breath sample. You cannot say no. What do you do? Do you say, I'd like to talk to a lawyer, even if you've done nothing wrong? Because a lot of people will say, I don't care because I don't have anything to hide. You would say what to them? 
Um, I, I would say that the, the law will be quite clear that you need to give the breath test and that failure to do so um, is a criminal offense. Um, there's, uh, there's, if there is a delay, I mean, you can, uh, so long as you don't refuse the test, you know, if, there, if there's a certain delay in being able, them being able to provide you with, um, with the test, then you might be able to con- consult the lawyer because of the delay. But I think everybody in Canada should be quite clear that they do not have a legal right to um, to, ref- to refuse such a test. Therefore, it, it will likely get challenged. That would be one of the challenges is that, you know, your right for, um, you know, I guess your right to protect yourself has not been granted. Um, yeah, that's right. I think I think uh, it will be uh, challenged quite shortly right. um, after after it goes into law, both on the. Um, the issue of um, being unable to, you know, have legal counsel before right. um, administering the test, but also on the, the privacy issues at stake. Just before I let you go, this is the government that, you know, it waves the charter around all the time, uh, how important charter rights are. And I think this is something that most would have expected, let's say, a Stephen Harper government to do. Are you surprised that this kind of, uh, you know, new legislation is coming in under this particular government? Um, I mean, I think it's I think it's unfortunate. It actually uh, it, the truth is it, it mirrors a bill that was previously conservative legislation. So it's not you know it's not spurious to make that kind of connection. Um, I, sh- sure, I, I do think it's disappointing. I mean, I think um, I think you know what has been touted as kind of cannabis legalization has actually opened the door um, to quite a bit of. Um, <clears throat> tough on crime, uh, you know, abridgments of uh, innocent Canadians' uh, charter rights. And I, I think certainly that's unfortunate. And, and, I, and you know, I don't think, well, I, I agree with the, the basic premise that, um, you know, obviously safe roads are inc- an incredibly uh, important concern. I think there's, there's just better rights-respecting means to get there. And um, so it's a concerning trend, to say the least. Rob, thank you. Thank you. 813, that is uh, Rob DeLuca, and he is with the Canadian Civil uh, Liberties Association. So again, this did not get a lot of attention, and I suspect in the next couple of days it will start being further spoken about. Now look, a lot of lawyers like this, and Mr. Lauren Hanukkah will join me a little bit later because he likes it. And we will likely disagree on this, but know your rights. It's important. It's On Point now on Global News Radio. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone. And for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.